Hi beloved, today I would like us to read from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 52, verses 4 to 11. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version, so please follow me. Verse 4, So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his old hammy. He camped outside the city and built siege walks all around it. The city was kept under siege until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. By the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city had become so severe that there was no food for the people to eat. Then the city wall was broken through and the whole army fled. They left the city at night through the gate between the two walls near the king's garden. Through though the Babylonians were surrounding the city, they fled towards the Arabah, but the Babylonian army pursued King Zedekiah and overtook him in the plains of Jericho. All his soldiers were scattered, separated from him and scattered, and he was captured. He was taken to the king of Babylon at Ribla in the land of Amath, where he pronounced sentence on him. There at Ribla, the king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. He also killed all the officials of Judah. Then he put out Zedekiah's eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon, where he put him in prison till the day of his death. This is a very, very tragic story. A king who lost his way, a king who chose not to follow God, found himself in the enemy's hands and the bible says that his sons were killed before his eyes that must have been devastating and then they took out his eyes and kept him in captivity for the rest of his life how does this tragic story pass a message to us how does it relate to us in today's times and happenings. Now the first thing here is that Zedekiah was a young man. If you read verses 1 to 3 of that chapter, you see that Zedekiah was just 21 years and he was king. He found himself in a place of position and influence and privilege. But rather than being led by God, he chose to despise the way of God rather than allowing himself be servant to God and being submissive to God and subject to his will, even though he was king, he felt, well, I'm king, I choose or I decide what happens to me and to Israel. And the truth is, as believers, and as human beings generally, we all, in our own rights, have influence. We are kings over something, over at least one person, you, right? And many times we, we fall into this trap also where we think, well, it's my life, I can live it as I want. Why should God tell me how to live my life? Why should a supernatural being tell me how to live my life? He doesn't know what it means to be human. He can't understand. Well, 
when we choose to do this, this is what happens. When we choose to let self lead us, when we choose to let the idea that we, we can do whatever we want because it's our life lead us, this is what happens. A siege is placed around us. And as believers, we have to be more careful because the devil is, is always trying to plant these ideas in our head to do things as we desire to do it, not as God desires to do it. To pursue our, our ways rather than God's ways. To pursue our own will rather than God's will. And what he's trying to do is when we do that, it places a siege around us. What is a siege? A siege is uh, a, an army surrounding a, a city. And what a siege does is it cuts you off or cuts off the city from anything. Nothing goes out, nothing comes in. Anything coming in is destroyed or seized. Anything going out is destroyed or seized. And the question is, what siege is the devil trying to place around our hearts? Because our hearts are a city. What is the, what, what traps, what weapons, what army of, of lies and deceit is the devil trying to place around our hearts so that when the truth is coming, when the word of God is being said to us, when we read the scriptures or when we hear teaching or when God is speaking to us himself, that word is immediately destroyed and it does not find its way into our hearts. Sometimes the siege comes in the nature of pride. Sometimes the siege comes in the nature of bitterness and hatred. Sometimes the seed comes in the nature of self-wisdom. Believing that one knows what is best for himself. These are sieges that the devil places around our hearts that prevent us from taking the word. Sometimes it's bitterness. Sometimes it's sadness and sorrow. Sometimes it's pain. Sometimes we, we feel because we suffered so much, God must not love us. And because of that, whatever he says, I will not listen. But what happens when the seed is there for too long? The Bible says that there was famine in the city. And it was so severe that there was no food. When the devil cuts us off from the supply of God's word, cuts off our hearts from receiving that which God is saying to us, our souls starve of the truth. It becomes a famine of God's word and there will be nothing to feed from. Because the devil does not give food, he gives stones. It is God that gives bread, the bread of life, his word. And when the devil is able to cut that off, when the devil is able to lay siege on our hearts and we allow it to remain, we get destroyed. Now the problem wasn't just the siege, the problem was Zedekiah's response to the siege. At the point of 
the siege. He could still have talked to God and God in his mercy would have fought for them. At the point of the famine, he could still have prayed to God and God would still have saved them. But what did he do? He chose to run. He and his army, thinking they could escape the army, an army that had been <laughs> around your fortress for two years. And many times this is what we try to do too, right? Because so far we've, we've tried to protect ourselves by ourselves. We've, we've used our wisdom to guide ourselves. When we find ourselves in trouble, when we see, oh, we've been trapped and now our souls are, sh- are shattered, are starved, rather than calling to the one who owns our souls and who can restore our souls, we try to find answers for ourselves. And what does that do? It only runs us deeper into the trap of the enemy. It only runs us deeper into more pain and more suffering. And sometimes it could run us down into death. And God does not want this for us. God does not want to see the purpose for our life being killed before our own eyes. God does not want us to lose our eyes and lose our sight and lose our faith in him but we have to call in call on him we have to call to him because the devil is always trying to lay siege on our heart he's always trying to plant seeds of pride he's always trying to put raise seeds of bitterness and pain and suffering but when we look to god god will destroy every siege of the enemy and establish a stronghold and fortress in our hearts and it will become our refuge that no siege will find settlement in our hearts and so there will be no starvation there will be no famine our souls will be nourished and refreshed and we'll be able to fight against whatever the enemy throws at us But if we choose to live by our own wisdom, if we choose to go by our own ways, it's only a matter of time before our souls are starved. It's only a matter of time before our faith is killed. Thank you for listening and please share this with someone. God bless you.